Welcome back, community group leaders, to this week's episode of The Deeper Podcast, where we partner with you as you grow closer to God, His Word, and people. This week, we're going to be continuing our series focusing on being. Going on your journey today, I'm Cody Leekian, and we are joined with Joe. Hey, Cody. Good to have you back. Glad you're feeling better. Yes. Uh, last week was the family. This week was me. So All right. it's the just... gift that keeps giving. Ah, yes. Kids, they <laughs> they love to be little germ factories, but they're so darn cute. So I guess we keep them around. But I'm glad to be back. Super thankful that Jeremy could fill in last minute and mm-hmm. we're diving in today. So this week, I didn't even make it through like the first paragraph second paragraph of the daily devotional before I was like really just confronted with the idea of doing over being mm-hmm. talked about how we just can sometimes get in the rut and the rhythm of just checking off our daily devotional like patterns and stuff. And I was like, man, how fitting that is. Like I just, I get into the root of like, I got to make, check all the boxes and I look back on the week and I'm like, Oh, I missed those boxes or yeah, just whatever it might be. I was like, man, this is going to be a really good week. And then jumping into where you end up landing for the passage with Mary and Martha. I was like, Mm -hmm. boy, this week, this time of life, I feel such like a Martha just running around trying to get all this stuff done. Man, it was, it was a really good week. A lot of wrestling, Mm-hmm. in it but yes. man has it been like really helpful and so your sermon was just really applicable but can you kind of share with us where you're going with that and what sure. you got what we got what can we what can we expect yeah so there's that tension of <clears throat> doing and being and i think our default is just to do more and to get things done and what jesus is inviting us into and in, in any relationship with him uh is to be to be with mm-hmm. him and out of our being, uh, let that source our doing. So a lot of people will just cut off all doing to be. And mm. what Jesus is saying is, no, as you do, remember it's sourced and founded by your being. Mm. And so allow me to form you. And that's that um, definition we've been looking at, is allowing God to form us into the image of Christ for the sake of others. And transformation is that. It's that process yeah. of God doing that each day. Yeah, this is a really good passage to look at that. And so um, I thought we could start off with reading it. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Luke 10, and it begins in verse 38. It says, excuse me. Now, as they went on their way, Jesus entered a village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Let her then, tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. Hmm. As we're looking at that and we go to apply it, we're look, the first question I've got is what happened to you at the feet of Jesus as we kind of break this passage apart. Yeah. So what ha- what's happening with me at the feet of Jesus? So my f- time of feet of Jesus is in the morning, and that's where I open up the Word to engage God. I don't open up the Word to learn one more thing about God. I learn uh, to be with Him and to settle, center, 
recalibrate re, um, my life around who he is. And if the end of our time in the word is just more knowledge, then we're really missing out on the relationship. You do need to know so that you can grow in what you know, but the purpose of knowing is to be, is to be with. And so I just find that place, it's a quiet place on a chair, it's my chair in, <laughs> in our den, and I go to that place and uh, open up the scriptures, clear away distractions, and uh, read the word and then respond, spend time responding. I would say I'm reading the word about 20% of the time, and I'm responding 80% of the time. Hmm. And I'm thinking through being, what does it look like to be with Jesus so that I can hear him and respond to him and to learn his heart and understand him better. Man, that's awesome. What about you? Um, for me, this is one of the things that I was wrestling through this week. And so what I try to do is be an example for the kids. And so at breakfast, I try to read my Bible so that way they can see like mm -hmm. dad's in the word, not just something I do, like get up super early and they never sure. get to see that. And so I've been trying to model that, and what often happens is I pick up Charlie, we just sit on my mm -hmm. lap, and I'll read out loud to her for a bit. And so I really have been lacking that being part. It's been mostly just doing the reading and getting through that. And so, By the way, I just want to applaud you. I think it's great to read the Bible in front of your children, not as a showboat experience, but right. your kids remember what they saw Dad doing when they woke up in the morning. Yeah. I remember my dad read the paper. So he had his quiet time alone, off, but when he was with us, he was reading paper. <laughs> so that's how I thought my dad's routine was. <laughs> right. It's good for you to do that with the Word. Yeah, so I think just trying to figure out what that looks like this, this season, especially, just feels very doing heavy. Yes. And so trying to find that intentional time. And so, uh, and you have to have children. You, yep. you have to have routines, and to raise those children in, in any, you know, headed towards a direction, you, you've got to have routine, and that routine sometimes robs you of that being with God. Yeah, one of the things of uh, being homesick yesterday and getting over that. Mm -hmm. There was a period of time. It was probably only about a minute and a half. Yeah, between both girls being down for quiet time. I stared out the window and just had a moment to sit. And I was like, man, this this is what I miss. My heart longs for it. So it's definitely something super important and yeah. something that, you know, this week is going to be super helpful for us to evaluate where we're at and where mm -hmm. we're going. Yeah. So. Good. Awesome. As we continue on, is there anything else from your time of study that you've got that you would like to include, but you're just kind of running out of that Running time? out of time. Yes. Um, one of the things that I think is fascinating is when Jesus says to Martha, um, uh, Martha, Martha, you're distracted with much serving. Um, you're anxious about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. Hmm. That good portion that will not be taken away from her, I go to that passage in 1 Corinthians 4, where Paul is talking about an eternal reward that God has. And he says, each man's, and each man's work will be displayed open before the Lord, and the things of wood, hay, and stubble uh, will be burned up, and then the gold and the silver and precious stones, those will last. And if you think about that, all the things that are that are uh, wood, hay, and stubble, those are things that are above the surface of the ground that we harvest, right? Right. And those are going to just be disappeared because those things didn't last forever. Those were things 
Some of them were even worthy things, but they weren't eternal things. Yeah. But the things that last forever are beneath that surface. So beneath the surface of your life are things to choose that last forever, that are precious and are treasured. And what, what Paul is saying is, look, choose the gold, silver, precious stones over the wood, hay, and stubble. And choose the things that last forever. And I didn't get to share that in my message, but I'm sharing it with you. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. That'll be super helpful for their time with their groups. Yeah. So as we go into the next section, looking at these questions, you use an analogy in your sermon about a circuit breaker and how mm. that is used to tell where there's like faults in the electricity in, yes. a, in a room and things that are being over capacity. Yeah. Yeah. So... When we look at that circuit breaker, what is the circuit breaker, the thing that goes off when we can tell that we're not focusing on being, we're focusing on doing? So in my life, it's impatience and anger. I get easily frustrated, and I don't want to wait on God. And I don't want to wait on His forming work in others. I just want others to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and that's all... You know, try, trying to force and forge others into my mold for them, rather than God's, the process that God is doing in forming them into the image of Christ. And so I always know that. I know I'm impatient and I'm easily angered. Those two things usually are, when I get time with the Lord, He usually shows me those things first. Second thing, uh, second, the third thing that, that God says is um, discontentment. Hmm. When I'm discontent with what God has given me. It shows me that I'm, I'm going to try to strive harder or work harder or manipulate things so that I get more of whatever I'm missing or get away from whatever is overwhelming. So those three things are, are common circuit breakers for me. What about you? Uh, the one I see the most is a, like a disconnection, like just removing myself and just kind of like isolating and mm -hmm. just kind of wanting to do things on my own as I just sit there and I'm like, well, I can, I can control, like taking control again and just sure. kind of being my own little th person over there. So on one side of that, you have withdraw mm -hmm. uh, as something Jesus did, right? He yeah. withdrew from the crowds to be with his heavenly father. Mary withdrew from serving to be at the feet of Jesus. So on one side, the desire to be alone is okay, hmm. but it, what, what do you fill alone with? Okay? Yeah. If it's just alone to veg on the next viral episode of Netflix, <laughs> yeah. or is it to be with the Lord? So we got to realize our aloneness sometimes should be an invitation for us to be with the Lord. Hmm. Man, I really do fill it with mindless scrolling or okay. clicking and instead of just taking that time to be alone. Yeah. Well, I, I'm just telling you, there, it's okay to rest. Yeah, It's okay, but it, our resting even has to be in Christ, hmm. and it, there's a physical and emotional side of rest, of resting on the, in the Lord, but also sleeping, where our mind checks out. It's not always focused on the Lord, it's just <laughs> yeah. checked out. Or eating, where we're satisfied with food God has provided, and um, God has given us things for our enjoyment, but we should not worship those things, right? We should worship God with those things. Yeah. So I'm not trying to be a killjoy for you, no, but I, I look at um, why do when you ask that question and you slow down and you go, God, why do I feel so empty? Yeah. When I when you've given me everything, that's a good question to try to answer. 
Yeah, I think it's helpful the process as we you know dialogue about this, so that way, sure. when groups are going through it, you can kind of get a feel for like, well, this is how you can talk about it Absolutely. and help each other. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's really helpful. So the next question we have is, what is your first step into being with Jesus? Okay, so I'll give you my first three steps. Typical okay? pastor. I Time, love place, attention. Okay. That's my first step. I need a time, a regular time that I wake up, and over time, it's been uh, anywhere from 5.45 to 6.15 in the morning. I naturally wake up most most days when I'm not sick <laughs> at that time. and without, a, without an alarm clock? Without an alarm clock, yeah. I can't even fathom I'm that. 57. Sorry, go on. Okay, so that just <laughs> happens. And so okay. I get up, and that's one of my first thoughts. I want to be with the Lord. So place, that's time. Place is that chair. And it's just a chair I meet. I don't watch TV from that chair. I just, it's not faced towards the television, so I don't have the screen. Um, and so I, I find that place. And then attention. I have got to realize that as long as I've got a screen in front of me, I'm not, God's not going to have my full attention. Hmm. So I've turned off, or the screen that I use has very limited distractions. All notifications are off. Yeah. And it's right in front of me. Or the Word of God is just open in front of me where I'm doing that. And then I'm writing. I'm, I'm writing so my mind isn't just having to process it. I'm actually writing it down to slow my mind down to process it. So those were my three. And then it goes from there. But the three that most help me get into being is that, are those. Excuse me. Yeah. I really liked what, I know, technology. But I think Apple has been really helpful with adding the different focus times. Mm -hmm. So like... For those of us who have like Bible apps or like Blue Letter Bible, the extra like commentary stuff or yeah. Logos to go through and like look at some other passages, it's helpful to like narrow down to like just those apps yes. and then not seeing the red dots appear in for okay, notifications. Okay, so wait a minute. I know nothing about what you speak. So what is it? So you can set up different focus modes on your phone. And so okay. like you can only access certain apps or certain pages of apps. So like if you put all of your applications on for like Bible study on one page sure. and you turn on that focus mode, it's uh, not like do not disturb, but you can create a custom one. Okay. Like and the Bible. focus mode goes for a certain amount of time. You or can set it time? for a certain time. You can set it to start at a reoccurring time every day. So okay. it's like you wake up and like you can't do anything on your phone, but... Your Bible like apps. Things. That's really then, cool. I didn't realize that. So thank you. You are a great tech. I I help you. You help me, man. There we go. <laughs> yep. You can set that up in the focus settings under general settings on your phone. If you okay. have an Apple phone, I'm sure Android has got something. There's got to be a way. There's got to be a way. it out too. But yeah, I think for me, that first step, and I notice it's super critical, is just taking a moment of prayer and mm -hmm. adding silence in that prayer to listen. Yes, I find that if I just start to dive in head first, mm -hmm. I, I enter into the mindset of just checking the box. Yeah, and it just goes from this mundane like next, 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 done, and then moving on. Yep. Whereas if I start with the prayer and then have a moment to just listen, like God, mm -hmm. what do you want to show me today? Then that has a much better chance of me stepping into being with Jesus than just doing my Jesus tasks sure. for the day. Yeah, that's really good. That's really good. So this next question, I thought it would be helpful to model what it looks like to ask a not necessarily like an, a correct English question. Okay. It's not something we're kind of like familiar with, but it's one that you, you used in your sermon and hopefully it makes it to the final copy. But I like the 
anti-English. I like how okay. it's not the what awkwardness we're, yeah, of it. I like it. And so it's the question of how are you being? Yeah, you can't answer that one quick, can you? Right. You can't go fine because right. you have to stop and think, which is why I used it. Yeah. But how are you being? Man, why don't you answer that first? Cody, how are you being? Man, like I've been kind of hitting on this this whole time is this has been a, a week of like confrontation against like just doing. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I've been in a state of just doing and just running all out full tilt and not having that time, not making that time yeah. to just be. And so this has been a really good time to reflect on that and sure. to realize like, yeah, I am missing that and seeing the ways that it plays out and the increased anxieties and the increased just busyness and like trying to fill that space instead of just sitting, Yeah, find myself just like finding, okay, well, I need another thing to click, another thing to do. And instead of just, all right, I'll take a minute. Sure. And so just the little glimpses throughout the week, uh, sitting out, watching a couple of raindrops fall, mm-hmm. taking a breath and saying, God, thank you. And just being in that moment. Yeah. It's been super helpful. And so this week was really good to confront that and Mm -hmm. kind of just go about processing what does a healthy balance look like going forward? Yeah. For me, the word is presence. I am taking advantage of more of the presence of God with me. Yeah. In my time in the word, in my time throughout the day, there's the thought if I'm always focused on getting things done, that it's a waste of my time to do nothing but be in the presence of the Lord. Mm. And I have to break from that because presence, if that present, that word presence is there, it just reminds me the most important place for me to be is at the feet of Jesus. And uh, that can happen over the course of my time in the word. That can happen throughout the day where I just remember and submit myself and humble myself to God's leading and listening to him throughout the day. Yeah. Awesome. So hopefully that was helpful for you guys as you going to go about navigating some of these questions. Um, With that, Joe, will you pray for us as we go about this week? Heavenly Father, remind us that the most important place to be is at the feet of Jesus, your Son. And we thank you, just even in heaven, for putting things, all things under his feet so that that, um, all things are accountable to him. They exist through him and for him. And we do too. So at his feet, we want to learn from you. We want to grow. We want to be, and out of our being, Lord, then source and be our foundation for doing. And uh, as you form in us a dependence on you, and as you form in us a love for you, Lord, may we be people who reflect that out into our world. May it even be shown in how we be with others and how we are in marriage and how we are within families and in relationships and friendships, even with people at work. May our being be greater than our doing. And we thank you all for your glory to make you greater on earth. It's in Christ's name I pray. Amen. Amen. Awesome. So I'm going to add a link in the email for the video where you're going through and representing that REAP method. Yep. So if anyone has questions on what some of that time looks like. Yep. Question, is that the chair? The chair you're sitting in for that video? It is. That is your chair? That's the chair. If you want to know what the okay. chair looks like and which uh, Joe does his I filmed time. It, I filmed it really cheaply with my iPhone in my home. 
So it looks good and it sounds good. Yes. And it's a great way to just kind of look at like having that process modeled. So if you have questions, watch that video. And if you still have questions or somebody's got your group in questions, I would love to help talk you through that or help you find resources to dive deeper into that. Great. The other thing we've got is group link on March 2nd. I will have a link for you to register your groups. If you are looking to start growing or to start that conversation of multiplication, would love to help you along that path. And so please let me know that you're coming so you can register and I can have updated information about your group to help people be able to find the next step for them. With that, that's all I've got for you. We'll see you guys again next week. Bye, everyone.